What's going on, Anchor Fam? February 22nd. Super excited to be uh, making this quick episode with you guys. Um, I got a really good special guest for everybody. He's one of my best friends. Um, has a pretty cool story, uh, different than most of the stories you probably heard in your life. And I'm um, excited to shed a little bit of light on that story. Um, so without um, no introduction needed from a man, Sama Pantic, a.k.a. The Serbian Dragon, a.k.a. The Scorpion, a.k.a. Mr. One Call Close. Sama, super excited to have you today. Say what up to everybody on Anchor. Hey, what's up, everyone? What's up, Julio? Um, so just kind of going to go straight into it because I think we are in a limit restriction here on Anchor. So uh, just kind of wanted to... Uh, tell people a little bit of why your story is so special. So I met Sava about six years ago in college um, Out of all places that you would expect to meet Sava if you understand where he came from the guys from Belgrade, Serbia um, Out in Eastern Europe. There's a joke that Sava everyone he meets he asks them where Serbia is and if they don't know he embarrasses them um, But correct me if I'm wrong. It's next to Croatia it used to be Yugoslavia um, and I'm gonna stop there because my my uh, geography is not the best either. Yeah, you're exactly right, Julio. It's uh, former Yugoslavia, so it was a big country made of Serbia, Croatia, Kosovo, Macedonia, etc. So we had a civil war in '91, and the country split up. So now it's just Serbia. So that's crazy. So you grew up in war. Is that is that pretty fair to say? Um, not really. Um, I grew up in Belgrade, capital of Serbia, so even throughout a war, um, I was in a pretty safe city. I was about three hours away from um, all the happening. All right, cool. So you weren't necessarily in, in, the, in the danger parts of it, but tell us a little bit about Belgrade. What, what is Belgrade like in comparison to, let's just say, the greater LA area? Well, first thing, it's smaller. Um, it's about two million people living in Belgrade. It's, it's Eastern European city. You know, if you go there and you really take a look, you don't have those large, massive boulevards. Um, I feel while people are moving to Belgrade, they were building it on a fly. So definitely infrastructure is different. Um, Of course, economy is different in Serbia and in Eastern Europe in general. So um, it's just different, man. It's a different world completely. Food as well, culture. So you name it, everything is different. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because I believe some of the things in the world are universal, right? Um, But And we'll get more deep into that. But I, I'm really curious into just kind of what your experience was like. What's I mean, culture-wise, why don't you walk us there? What's a what's the culture like growing up in Eastern Europe, and then what's what's that been like coming to the U.S. as really a grown adult already at the age of 25, right? So a grown adult, and you know, just telling us a little bit about what that's been like for you. Well, it's it's way different when it comes to uh, interaction between people um, at the first place. I feel Eastern European people are way more direct. Um, Most of the time, they will tell you what you think instead of like sugarcoating stuff um, and a lot of uh, fake things that I'm seeing here. But don't get me wrong, there are fake people everywhere. Um, What's different? First thing, it's definitely food, man. Food is different. Um, A lot of the times in Eastern Europe, you don't have money to eat outside all the time. So your fam would be cooking, preparing meals. And it's, it's way different, man. McDonald's, for example, is ex- quote-unquote expensive in Europe, um, way more than here. That's crazy to think. Um, so transitioning to kind of, you know, Sava here in the U.S., um, you know, how did you end up in the U.S.? You know, what's, what's it been like out here? And, and just tell us a little bit about that. 
Oh, for sure. Well, um, I was lucky enough to get recruited by one of the schools in Southern California. Um, they actually offered me a full scholarship to play soccer there. Um, it's called Biola University. So definitely it was a great chance. Um, I played soccer for them for four years. Um, and so far it's a great experience, man. Um, I really like United States and enjoy my time here. You're here to stay. Are you going to be uh, in the U.S. forever? Or is this something that for you, you know, you're going to be going back home? Well, I can't really answer that question. You know, you don't really know. Um, I feel that um, God has planned for all of us. And, um, you know, we, we think we have plans. We can create them, but God is laughing, man. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, next year, or five years from now. Definitely. I, I second that one. So you come to the U.S. at 25, come here for college. Uh, what do you study? I actually, um, I was a business major at first, but my English was not very good. So I had to transition immediately and um, I actually switched to communications. You know, um, a lot of people say that, um, you know, communication. Episode two here with Sava is that other episode got cut off there. We are still learning the app. So we appreciate your guys' patience. Uh, but just going back to Sava here, um, tell us a little bit about what you do, man. Oh, man. Um, well, I was communication major in college. So my transition was actually straight to sales and not, uh, not really any type of sales. Um, I ended up working for a company that trained me in a one call close. So it's a very specific type of sales. But now I'm an internet uh, digital marketer. So I help businesses actually generate leads through uh, internet marketing. Um, that's kind of what I do right now. That's cool, man. I want to talk a little bit more about that. But you said something, you know, you really stress it on like, you know, it was a one call close. And it was a very specific type of sales. What does that mean? You know, for the people who have never heard that term, who don't understand it, maybe don't even understand sales. Um, what does that really mean? Yeah, so it's, it's a very special type of sale where you basically um, ask for decision on a spot the same day. So you would talk to a business owner, you would book an appointment, you would, you would basically present um, your product or service, and then you would ask for business right there on the spot. That's exactly what a one, one, one call close is. Dang, man, that sounds tough. What's Definitely, it? man. You know what? It's not easy. Um, a lot of people are afraid from uh, making calls or pitching somebody or presenting public speaking. But um, I like it so far. I think it's very interesting. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. Those days are exciting. That's crazy, man. I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about people who have a fear when it comes to asking for something like that? You know, what are some of the things that people can do to kind of overcome some of those fears? Because I think in sales, um, definitely not just asking for a contract or asking for someone's business. You're asking for a lot more, right? You're asking for someone's trust, someone's respect, someone's integrity, um, and you're asking them to buy in on your integrity. So, you know, how do you, uh, with all the underlying questions that eventually spills, spills out into some form of, you know, can I get this as business, um, you know, how, how do you think you, you can overcome some of those fears? And, and maybe even walk us through where you think some of those fears come from. Great question. Um, I feel when I was starting, you know, I would sweat. I was nervous. I didn't really have courage to, to do one cold close. But definitely number one is uh, don't think about it. You have to push through through the process. Just don't think about it. Just just be yourself. What, what's the most important? Because at the end of the day, people don't really buy a product. They buy into you. So if they feel you're fake, you're going to lose that deal. So be who you are. Be yourself. Have fun with it. Make them laugh and you will get a deal. Cool, man. So you said something really interesting there. You said, you know, they don't necessarily buy your service. They buy really you. 
right? They buy what you do, or, or sorry, why you do it, right? Not what you do. So that's kind of an interesting thing that that you and I have talked a lot about, and we both read that book by Simon Sinek on, um, you know, starts with why. You know, what are some of the things in your takeaway on that? Because you kind of alluded to it, but maybe you can elaborate a little bit more about that. And what's your been your experience on coming from a what standpoint versus a why standpoint? Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel that, um, you know, even I made a lot of mistakes at the beginning, you know, looking for what's in for me instead of truly being interest, interested in a customer, what they need is um, and also how can you solve their issues. Um, that's what it is. It really comes down to what a customer has in your product and in your service than a paycheck that you see in them. So definitely have to recognize the opportunity and help people in the first place instead of thinking how much money you're going to make and what your commission is. For sure, man. So, you know, so far you say you were in internet marketing, right? So what? dive in a little bit about that. So what type of internet marketing do you do and... and and what's that like? For sure, it's actually Facebook and Instagram ads. Um, I'm still learning, um, I'm specializing myself and growing into um, being master and the best I can in Facebook ads and generating leads for, for businesses. It's fun, you know, what I do is uh, everything from setting up an ad, um, connecting to a landing and a, and a thank you page to a sales funnel, all the way to automation process where um, the business owner will get a text message um, as the lead coming in. So very cool stuff and definitely for all of you business owners, you have to be where your customers are, which is social media nowadays. It's 2018. Awesome, man. So how about, because uh, we're about to be on a time restriction here, how about two, uh, one tip for just your, your average person out there? Don't be afraid to fail. Keep going. There you go. From Savapantic. Uh, thanks for being on, brother. You're welcome.